turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming with us. The Monday edition. It's the last day of February. It's very nice. Kathy, good to see you as well. I appreciate the gift, John, that you gave me before we went to air. The gift of? Double mint gum. Oh, yeah. Now, I haven't had a double mint gum since no. I was probably 11. Since, really? Mm-hmm. I went to the store the other day and I was looking for some gum and I thought, and I bought like several packs of, gu- of double mint. Mm-hmm. John's displaying it for you. If you're watching the uh, stream, you can watch right. it. The show live on YouTube at the Word Pittsburgh. Right. John's showing all the snacks he brings. No, there's not the snacks. I, all of a sudden, I, I said I become someone's grandma because <laughs> right. I've got breath mints and gum. Right. He's got this like crumpled uh, tube of breath savers in one hand mm-hmm. and a pack of double mint gum in the other. Three Listen. Sticks. Christy, did you try the double mint yet? Not yet. It's surprising. See, I I assumed based on the era that double mint was popular, Mm -hmm. in which double mint is popular, that it would be kind of like the chiclet, which believe me, I love a chiclet. Oh, yeah. But the flavor is gone in, you know, two minutes tops. A chiclet, really? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're not not chewing a chiclet for, you know, long-term happiness. It's just a... It's a flash. Okay, what I've noticed about the double mint is, remember the day whenever you'd open up some gum, there'd be a, a paper sleeve on the outside. And the foil inside. Yes. Yes. This is none of that. It's just oh, they took of, they got rid of the foil. Yeah, it's a cost-saving measure. Yeah, they got rid of the foil. But let me say, the double mint sustained its flavor for a long time. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Do you remember the double mint twins? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, how about the song? Freshen your... Nope, no, fail. No, okay. Double your pleasure. Oh, with double mint gum. Double your fun. Oh. With double mint, double mint, double mint gum. I don't think I... That's it. Passed that test. How about the twin photograph, which the reminds tw- me. Oh, yeah. The twin photograph from last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the twins, the identical twins that which married is, the identical twins. They were double mint. You know, they, they were. They were like, right. they had the double mint wedding. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thank you for that, John. My pleasure. Later in today's program, um, and we know we have a, there are a lot, a ton of incredibly serious things going on in the world. Um, we're cognizant of that. Um, we're also trying to recognize that we like to give you an oasis from all of the really hard stuff in the world that you you can find it anywhere um so we're going to try to have fun as the show goes on today just keeping in mind exactly what we know is going on on the other side of the world um i did bring snacks for you guys you brought snacks for the five o'clock hour really Mm -hmm. why is that just because i was going to do it friday and then to be honest with you we were so jam-packed i forgot Really? So now we're having a special snack Monday. So the snacks necessarily aren't like, like freshness seal or something like that. It wasn't as though it was like egg salad. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the kind of snack I like to bring hey. you guys for a show. It's some egg salad. Each of you gets a teaspoon. 
<laughs> you guys like it? But it's from Friday, so eat it at your own peril. <laughs> you know how when you go in the grocery store and it says, like, just today, like, save $2 because you know it's going to expire by midnight? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't like that. No, do you do that? No, I don't do that. No. I feel Mm-mm. I feel like I should because I don't want them to waste food, so I feel kind of like what? it's a moral obligation. It's not a moral obligation. Okay. Well, you feel guilty because all a of a sudden bit. you're expiring. I don't know. Well, I just... If I don't buy that and eat it, then someone's going to throw it away. What was this? We talked about this last week. 40% of food that we can, uh, is thrown away. 40%. Yeah, and then I think, so, remember uh, we, we had that guest on talking about how we shouldn't trust the expiration dates mm-hmm. because they're way earlier than the thing actually expires. Right. So we're tossing out all this food that we could be eating. So last week we talked about regret. This week we're <laughs> going to talk about guilt. The doctor's in. Or, Lucy Van Pelt here on the ride home. Intestinal parasite. <laughs> Should be the follow-up segment. Aren't you glad you stopped by? <laughs> so let's swing from intestinal parasites calf to the hard news of the day. I mean, who doesn't like doing that? Mm. Clearly, Diane Sawyer's tackled this before us. Right. As we always do, calf, please give us the top four at four. All right, from Monday, February twenty eighth. 2022. Keeping in mind all the things that are going on in Russia and Ukraine, I give you number one. Uh, The UN General Assembly is meeting right now for a rare emergency special session to discuss the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The first of its kind in 40 years and only the 11th such session in UN history. How about that? The meetings come after Vladimir Putin ordered Russian nuclear deterrent forces put on alert yesterday in response to what he called aggressive statements by leading NATO powers. Now, General Assembly action is completely unenforceable because Russian has a veto. Right. So it's basic. So so it's basically just all the powerful nations in the world saying that you're wrong. Yeah. It's the U.N. I mean, they don't have a whole lot of power. Number two. An extreme atmospheric river is barreling toward the Pacific Northwest. Do you know what that is? Have you ever heard? Me neither. Good heavens. Now, when I read the article, it was they, they mentioned that. This was on uh, CBS News. They mentioned that like we would all know what that means. Sure. Is that like a snow bomb? Well, if parent, like a bomb cyclone, you yeah. mean? No. Um, apparently, it is a parade of storms that will probably bring flooding and avalanches. That sounds bad. Not to Pittsburgh. Pacific Northwest. uh, Today through Wednesday. Meteorologists said rainfall amounts will range from two to four inches early this week from Portland, Oregon to Seattle and locally higher amounts possible in the windward sides of the mountain. We should be in contact with our friend Doug Bursch. That's right. Maybe he knows what an extreme atmospheric river is. He'd probably write a poem about it. Number three. Johnson & Johnson, Amerisource, Bergen, Cardinal Health, and McKesson have agreed to, play, to pay U.S. states a total of roughly $25 billion over the next two decades to settle thousands of lawsuits over the company's role in the opioid epidemic. Good. Very good. Make them pay. And speaking of, number four. Yesterday, actor and Pittsburgh native Michael Keaton won a Screen Actors Guild Award for his role in Dope Sick. Yeah. It's a great series. His acceptance speech for winning the Best Male Actor in a TV movie or limited series including included a tribute to his nephew, Michael, who lived in Mount Lebanon and died from fentanyl and heroin use in 2016. Pam Douglas, Michael's uh, sister, founded the charity Kick It for Mike after her son's death, which helps educate kids and parents about the dangers of drug use and addiction. The majority of the proceeds go to the Matilda H. Theis Child Development Center for Early Childhood Mental Health Services at UPMC Western Psych. Nice. 
That's your top four at four. Very nice. Michael Keaton, he makes Pittsburgh proud. He sure does. Right? He loved Dopesick. Oh, I loved it so much. It's Christy, yes. A hard you watch. Nope. Didn't see it. I haven't watched it yet either. Oh, it's a uh, Hulu, Hulu, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, you should watch it. It needs to be seen. Uh, why does it need to be seen? Tell because me. Because the Sackler family, they manipulated people's lives and caused innumerable amounts of death over their corporate greed. I mean, there's no, it's no other way to put it. I mean, and, and it's the dope sick series is lifted from a book which was well researched so it's hard not to say these guys are crooks criminals in some ways mm-hmm. you can say they were murderers yeah, right i mean so they've been you know brought to trial uh, they've avoided trial but they've been brought to task M- money's being paid by the billions but in the meantime they just plowed over I don't know, untold hundreds of thousands of lives there's no doubt about that Coming up next, Greg Clugston with us, SRN News White House correspondent. We'll talk about what's latest in the nation's capital. A lot going on. Happier with us, Monday edition of The Ride Home. WORD. This week on Truth For Life, we're concluding our study in the book of 1 Samuel. Find out how the Ark of God made its way back to Israel and how Samuel stepped into his leadership role to ignite Israel's spiritual transformation. Study along with us on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD along with this offer. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. When it comes to your child's education, consistency is key. And in a world that's been anything but, parents have found an unshakable educational partner in Eden Christian Academy. 
where students experience an engaging, rock-solid Christian education at each of their three North Hills campuses, enabling them to thrive academically, spiritually, and socially. Schedule a personal tour today and see what a consistent, quality pre-K through 12th grade education can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. The world seems like a very fragile place now, doesn't it? That uh, you look at your news feed and you think, what is happening at this moment? I think probably more so than ever considering where we've been these last couple of years. Greg Clugston is with us. He is the SRN News White House correspondent. Greg joins us as the first guest of the week, always on every Monday. And Greg, thanks for coming along. Oh, you're welcome, John. Good to be here. You too, Kathy. Yeah, happy to see you, Greg. Uh, so let's go right to the Ukraine-Russia uh, story. Um, anything later, um, late-breaking that you know of that we don't? I've just come from the White House briefing upstairs, uh, which may still be ongoing. I ducked out a couple minutes early. Thank you. One, one of the interesting questions that came up of uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, asked if there was going to be a no-fly zone that the U.S. and NATO would uh, put in place uh, over Ukraine uh, in terms of a military no-fly zone, uh, which, of course, would require U.S. and NATO military aircraft to uh, to make that happen. Right. Right. And uh, she essentially said no. She uh, she said that uh, she believed that the United States believes that that would essentially uh, give more ammunition in a verbal or rhetorical sense to uh, Vladimir Putin to uh, to say, OK, well, we're being provoked and um, and then ratchet up, you know, whatever decisions he may make. So and it really goes against what President Biden has said. She uh, reiterated what he has said previously, and that is there is absolutely no intention to put U.S. military in a combat situation in Ukraine. And so uh, that was one of the latest things that the White House and the administration largely has been saying here today. Fabulous. So, Greg, we keep on reading and seeing stories about the resilience of the Ukrainian people. Uh, they show them, you know, handing out uh, rifles to uh, to men from 16 to 60. Of course, whole neighborhoods have gathered together to create Molotov cocktails. But in some ways, it feels as though it's a, it's a foregone conclusion with the might of the Russian Empire that soon and very soon, Kiev will fall, and along with that, the, the rest of uh, Ukraine. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, the, this question came up earlier this afternoon at the Pentagon briefing, and the spokesman there, John Kirby, said, uh, look, there is... Uh, there is no doubt that the Ukrainians have been resisting so far quite effectively, yep. is how he put it. But at the same time, he said this, um, and, I, and I jotted these notes down because I thought we might talk, talk about this, that he said the Pentagon said Putin still has significant combat power, much of which is now in Ukraine, and there still is additional, uh, there are still additional resources and weaponry and, and, and the like, uh, still not moved into Ukraine. So that that sort of is a response to uh, the point that you're raising, saying that really it's almost a matter of time in some sense, given the outsized you know, um, weaponry and, and positioning and manpower, really, uh, that Russia has. We've, we've been hearing about these satellite images. We've even had some video glimpses of these miles-long convoys that are like three vehicles wide, as they uh, as they head for the Ukrainian capital city, so uh, we we know what their intentions are. At least uh, they seem to be quite clear on the battlefield right now, and uh, that's why the U.S. and other countries have been stepping up 
uh, their uh, their increased uh, exports of, of military weapons and machinery. We've even seen it from uh, countries like uh, Germany, which traditionally have not done that in the past. Mm-hmm. Greg, what about commentary or conversation around the White House on uh, the two men leading the countries? Um, Zelensky, who has risen to the level of, you know, international folk hero, uh, for sure, in his insistence on staying with the people and fighting. Uh, And then Vladimir Putin, who who in the last, I don't know, two, three weeks, certainly um, has been portrayed as someone who became increasingly isolated during COVID, perhaps even afraid of a vaccine, um, and perhaps moving in some degree of ill mental health. There are certainly questions about uh, Putin's uh, mental acuity. That was even a question that came up just a few minutes ago here at the White House briefing. Uh, The press secretary wasn't going to bite on that one uh, necessarily, at least in a public setting, Uh, but it it acknowledged that uh, there have been um, some some decisions that uh, a global leader should not be respected for uh, in terms of, in, in this particular case, invading a sovereign nation uh, the way it has gone about that. In terms of the president of Ukraine, you're right. He has uh, uh, been warmly embraced by his people. He's been seen as an inspiration, which is really interesting because if you remember when he was elected to office, uh, he he didn't really have a political path to the presidency. He was an actor. He was known as a comedian. A lot of people thought he was a lightweight. Uh, and while he maybe didn't have the political resume, he has in this crisis, crisis at least so far, refused to leave the country, even though he's in the capital city, which is the which is the bullseye here in terms of what Russian forces seem to be aiming for. And then, as you point out, just his his ability to say we are going to stand and fight and uh, we're not going to back down. Good. SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clarkson is with us. So, Greg, of course, we live in an era of cancel culture. It's odd to see cancel culture take on Putin and Russia as well. I mean, disinvited from the World Cup. People are, you know, draining their vodka bottles en masse. Now that the Olympics is over, the IOC comes out and says they don't like Russia either. Right. So there's this, you know, there's a, a movement underfoot, right, to isolate Russia and Putin from the rest of the world. Right. Yeah. We. Yeah. Twitter and Facebook and and other. You know, they're they're making their decision making in terms of whether there is disinformation there. Uh, and and you're right. Uh, uh, whether it's the soccer, whether it's FIFA or UEFA announcing that Russia teams have been suspended from play, or uh, the Olympics uh, committee. Uh, the timing on that one, as Kathy is alluding to, is a little uh, suspect, perhaps. But. But but these are other levers that can be uh, pulled and pushed and uh, and and applied here uh, to to make uh, you know consequences felt inside Russia. Now those consequences are going to be felt and are being felt beyond President Putin and his inner circle and the oligarchs and the elite and all the rest. And that is always unfortunate in wartime situations because there are going to be everyday citizens. Uh, that are going to be affected by this. But on the other hand, everyday citizens in Ukraine are being affected by this. They're fleeing their homes. We're going to be facing a potential refugee crisis and situation. So, uh, you know, that's why war is uh, is so encompassing here in terms of its wide-ranging and wide-reaching effect on the lives of so many people. And even just the financial transactions that uh, have been really gummed up because of the sanctions that the U.S. and other countries have announced over the weekend and earlier today. For example, there is this SWIFT uh, financial system. It's European-based. 
And it is uh, essentially Russia has been kicked off of it. It's it's the ability for banks to electronically transfer money and easily uh, transfer uh, between currencies. So Russia uh, now very easy cannot very easily make transactions either at all or in U.S. dollars or euros, which and the ruble has just tanked today. The uh, Moscow Stock Exchange was closed. So we're starting to see, uh, you know, sort of the real teeth of these economic sanctions, not just from the U.S., but the world uniting here and making a statement. Greg, what about confidence in um, President Biden? Of course, no candidate has any idea what's awaiting him when he decides he wants the highest office. Uh, But now that President Biden is in the seat, these are incredibly difficult times, historic times of great challenge. Um, There was already concern that he was an advanced age when he started as president. Um, What are people saying now? Well, in terms of his ability, it it, it really... It depends on yeah, your you uh, political ask. persuasion, right? Yeah, yeah sure. exactly. I mean, uh, I mean that's always going to be the case to a certain degree. Not to dismiss your question at all, Kathy, but um, if you want to, um, you you can look at. There is a brand new uh, it's ABC News Washington Post poll out, uh, and, and you're seeing a lot of uh, polls come out, which we often see right before the State of the Union address, which is tomorrow night. USA Today has a big poll out uh, earlier today as well. And they're very similar in their findings, uh, is that uh, people are, are not happy with the leadership of President Biden, not specifically uh, on, on this Ukraine issue, but generally, broadly. And by far, the economy or his handling of the economy is uh, seen most negatively. Uh, we are seeing more than 50 uh, percent, uh, more than 55 percent. Uh, view it as a very problematic uh, in terms of inflation. And obviously, that shouldn't come as any real big surprise. The White House knows about that. The press secretary said that, yes, President Biden will utter the words inflation during his State of the Union tomorrow. So they know that they've got a lot of uh, hard work here. Uh, In terms of, though, the leadership of Biden during this crisis with Ukraine and Russia, for example, again, it does depend who you ask. Although uh, there there is a united front when it when you look at uh, the United States, when you look at NATO, when you're looking at a, a range of other Western nations, Sweden even, for example, has uh, has moved away from its stance traditionally, historically, of neutrality uh, in in speaking out about this. So there is whether it's Biden's uh, effect or not, uh, the U.S. is part of this large unity. Uh, that we have seen when it comes to sending a message to Moscow. Fabulous. We're talking with Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. So, Greg, uh, absent the, uh, the the gigantic news story of war in Ukraine, everyone would be talking about the Supreme Court nomination of the first black yeah. woman. Uh, let's switch gears. Tell us about that, please. So that was the announcement late last uh, week, Friday, uh, here at the White House. Uh, federal Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson uh, was the uh, was the choice. The president had narrowed it down to just three or four finalists, and they were uh, the names that uh, we had been sort of speculating on over the last month or so after uh, we got the announcement that there was going to be this vacancy on on the Supreme Court. So in, in, in a lot of respects, uh, while we were waiting for the official name, the official announcement, which was unveiled on Friday, uh, no real surprises. The president here is following through on a campaign promise to uh, to nominate um, uh, uh, a qualified black woman to be on on the bench. There has never been a black woman on the U.S. Supreme Court. And uh, if she is confirmed by the U.S. Senate, would only become the third black, I believe, uh, of uh, either gender on the Supreme Court. So the White House seeing that as 
uh, a very historic and uh, important moment, but at the same time explaining and uh, and emphasizing that she certainly has the judicial credentials as well, and sort of the similar philosophy and approach that uh, the retiring Justice Stephen Breyer, uh, she would be replacing. So the vote expected along party lines. Hearings will start when? Any idea? I haven't heard a timeline yet of hearings. I believe she is going to start making the rounds of meeting uh, personally with members of the Senate uh, Wednesday of this week. Okay. Uh, But it's going to be a several weeks process. I see. Very good. And last but not least, the Conservative Political Action Committee uh, meeting just concluded, and uh, former President Trump was the keynote speaker on Saturday evening. There's a lot of vitriol, a lot of volume. Um, talk about the differences in how people are responding to the uh, people responded there to the Russia-Ukraine crisis. Sure. Well, uh, Donald Trump certainly made uh, some more headlines this weekend. Uh, just in a, in a general sense, he uh, he shows that uh, he continues to show that he holds a lot of sway within Republican Party politics. So that's uh, that's uh, something that hasn't really changed. He ha- hinted again, as he has done several times. Some might even argue that he came even closer to saying that he's going to be running for reelection, although it was not an official announcement because that's going to kick in all sorts of fundraising and other uh, requirements from the federal government. So I think there's a, a strategic reason why uh, there is not that announcement just yet. But he certainly is giving a lot of indications that uh, he's ramping up for another run at the White House in 2024. And when it comes to Russia and Ukraine, he, he has made over the last few days, including at CPAC, uh, some controversial statements in terms of praise for Vladimir Putin, calling him a genius, calling him savvy, while then at the same time saying that he feels badly for the Ukrainian people who are coming under attack. So uh, th- those questions caused some consternation among some Republicans, but certainly it was a love fest for the for the most part at CPAC for Donald Trump. They have this uh, they have this straw poll that they do at CPAC every year. And uh, he won overwhelmingly 60, 70 percent or, or something like that in terms of who uh, the CPAC attendees want to be the GOP nominee. And then far down the list in the 20 percent uh, ranking was the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. And nobody got more than two percent after that. Wow. So it's Trump and then DeSantis a good ways down and then everybody else. Wow. And then, of course, Mr. Trump saying that if he was still president, the Russia-Ukraine crisis wouldn't have happened. Yes, Hard yes, to say what he has claimed that, and, right. and, and, and he talks about, uh, you know, and that's, of course, his criticism, obviously, directly aimed at Joe Biden and Biden administration policies. So he's getting his dig in there. Yeah, Interesting. Well, Greg, it's always a pleasure. The world is never boring. We appreciate uh, you bringing us up to a concise level of information from the nation's capital. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Greg Clugston, SRN News, White House correspondent. Information about Greg Clugston and SRN News, wordfm.com. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna from Guatemala, who fights every day just to keep her children fed. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. COVID-19 has left the world's poorest families on the brink of starvation. Throughout the Caribbean and Latin America, the basics of food and access to clean water are a daily struggle. Living is really hard. I only get food when other people give me food. 
When you partner with Food for the Poor, you answer the desperate prayers of moms and kids. Your gift of $175 will provide food for a year and water for life for two suffering children. Just pennies a day gives food and water, hope and life. Please give life now. Call 855-828-4673, 855-828-4673, or click the red Give Life banner at wordfm.com. Hi, I'm cute kid number one, and I'm cute kid number two, and we have been forced, you mean hired, we have been hired to tell you what direct lender FOMO is. So let's say you buy a new home. Let's go! And maybe you use one of those big mortgage monsters. Or someone your realtor or friend recommends. And then a few months later, you hear us being forced. Hired. Hired. To tell you about our mortgage team's direct lender advantage. And then you feel like you missed out. Because you probably didn't miss out. And that is direct lender FOMO. And that's a wrap. It's Ryan. And our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Which means... Our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. For you, this often allows us to get you a better rate on that new home mortgage, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Prepare for ministry with generous financial aid at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, where Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and Certificate students are awarded nearly $1.5 million annually in merit scholarships and need-based grants. Start now at pts.edu. No one should read your personal messages. That's why WhatsApp uses end-to-end encryption. It protects whatever you send before, during, and after you send it. So no one, not even WhatsApp, can read your messages. Always message privately. WhatsApp. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Lay the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. More than 6 million Americans are living with Alzheimer's, with more than 11 million family members and friends serving as caregivers. The toll of the disease is monumental, and no one should face Alzheimer's or dementia by themselves. Free help is available 24-7. For resources and support, visit the Alzheimer's Association at alz.org or call the helpline at 800-272-3900. You are not alone. Partly cloudy skies for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 31. Breezy tomorrow with periods of clouds and sunshine, a high of 53. Considerable cloudiness for tomorrow night with a low of 32. Mostly cloudy skies for the middle of the week on Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 52. Thursday will turn colder with clouds breaking for some sunshine. Expect a high Thursday of 34. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Recent survey nationwide of major retailers... No surprise that they are finding it difficult to fill slots in their retail locations. The demand for workers has steadily pushed up wages, and uh, it is revealed today that the Target, uh, especially in the New York, New Jersey area, is looking to pay retail workers upwards of $24 to $26 what? an hour. What? Yeah. How many of us are leaving our jobs to apply at Target? In January, That's crazy. It sure is. Uh, in January, average pay for retail workers, excluding managers, jumped 7.1% from a year earlier, up to $19.24 an hour. And it's uh, saying as the year goes on, 24 to 26 would not be unprecedented. All right. Okay, here's a question for both of you. Now, this this could have a very obvious answer. Or there could be a subtlety to it. Okay. 
Would you do a job? I'm not saying that this would be a target job, but some job. Would you do a job that would not challenge you Mm. mentally, but you would make considerably more money? Well, you know, part of the joy of work, of, of good work, is spending your time well. I know. So... You're just kind of hanging I out. Know. Um, not hanging out. I'm not saying people who work at Target are hanging out. Right. That's not my point at all. But it's hard to say, right? It's, it's a very difficult thing. You want to provide for your family, sure. But at the same time, you want to and you want to be smart financially. Yeah. But you want to do what you want to do. Right. Right. I don't know. I think uh, that's a hard question. Yeah. Christy, Christy you want to chime in there? Um, I might do it for a short period of time. Okay, uh-huh. that's a good way to look at it, right? Especially if you had a particular bill to pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you had college loans or you ha- were paying off a wedding or you were, you know what I mean? Right. Something like that. You're like, okay, well, I could do something I don't really like for two years because I know I'm going to make a lot of cash, sure. throw it at the loan, and then go off and do what I want right. to do. I mean, the age of this employment, I mean, things have changed tremendously. There was a long time people would go, I'm worried about a gap on my resume or I'm worried about a detour here. People don't seem to be worried about that anymore. I don't think so. Uh-huh. I think people are so hungry for yeah. quality people. They're willing to pay, obviously, a lot of money. Right. And it seems like the work um, force tends to, or the work environment tends to tolerate a little bit more of a detour yeah. in life now than they did 15 years ago. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, you can see I that. think that's probably a good thing. Uh, it's a very good thing because, you know, there's, there's not one size fit all. Yeah. And there's different kinds of health. You know, in life. And one thing is that you're, you're, you're demonstrating your ability to get up and go to work every day. Yep. And another thing is you're recognizing that there's something, you know, if you had an opportunity to travel for a year, or you had an opportunity to, you know, go work in a different country for a little bit of time and it wasn't in your field, snap it up. Yeah. But, not, you know. not that someone's offering me an overseas job. I'm not trying to. It'll be, unless you heard over the loudspeaker. Kathy Emmons, clean up in aisle six. Kathy Emmons, clean up in aisle Listen, six. Listen, I did a lot of clean up in aisle six. I've don't you worry. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. We'll take a, wake, uh, take a quick break. When we come back, what's God's reaction to war? God's reaction to war. Tim Uhlhoff from Biola. He'll join us next. 101.5 WORD. Do you understand the power of the Holy Spirit? Pat Robertson's new book, The Power of the Holy Spirit in You, helps you gain a better understanding of the Holy Spirit and His powers in your life. Pat traces the path of the Holy Spirit through both the Old and New Testaments to show how the Holy Spirit is still actively at work today. Register to win the Word FM Book of the Month giveaway now at wordfm.com contests. Before Bamboo HR... <laughs> feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper and we literally had paper stack. It was all in spreadsheets and like folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the bamboo like onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm like totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interaction interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. 
Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. What does God think of this, this situation in this world where we are in right now? Russia, Ukraine, all the madness. Dr. Tim Uhlhoff is back with us. Tim's a regular guest on our show from Biola University, the author of several books which we love. The latest is called Winsome Conviction, Disagreeing Without Dividing the Church, winner of the Award of Merit in Christianity Today's Best Book of 2022. Tim, welcome back. Always good to see you. Well, thank you. I wish it was a better condition. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? It's just crazy. It is crazy. The Ride Home streaming live on YouTube. If you'd like to watch the show at The Word Pittsburgh, we got Tim Muehlhoff. I see his face right here between me and John um, via the wonders of Zoom. Uh, Tim, this is a really, uh, it's a terrible time. It's a historic time. John and I were saying before the show that you could spend all day online and not feel like you're up to date on what's happening. Things are going on so fast. Um, and of course, we're in an internet age where we're exposed to all of it. Um, and so it's easy for people to come up with, even easier than normal for people to come up with their hot take on what's going on. So asking the question, what does God think about this is like a little bit of like mind blown because it takes it from like the incredibly small perspective of me to like, you know, what does the creator think about something that we're watching, you know, evolve on cable TV? And Kathy, I think it's totally fair of non-Christians to ask the question, okay, you believe in a God who is loving, powerful, aware. I mean, God's more aware of everything that's happening in Ukraine than will ever be via social media. So what does God think about this? So I, I was so disturbed that I wrote a book called Eyes to See, Discovering God's Common Grace uh, in an Unsettled World. John, thank you so much for endorsing the book. Kathy did not. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> no, we, no, that's family. not fair. No, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to bring it out there, John. I loved right it. There. That is not fair. Back. That is not fair. Yeah. You're on the back. We have empirical evidence. <laughs> thank you. It's on Amazon.com. Um, it's on Amazon.com. That's so mean. <clears throat> 
So in it, I, I talk about God's common grace, that he didn't abandon a world that has abandoned us. Uh, and common grace is common because he is reaching out to both Christians and non-Christians to help mitigate the effects of sin. And unfortunately, war is one of the huge effects of sin. Jesus said, I tell you, there'll be, you will hear wars and rumors of wars. I mentioned two brothers who are military historians who say the sad reality is Civilizations and war making went hand in hand almost since the beginning of communities and governments. And so, what does God do about this? Well, we know in Jeremiah 22 that he decries people that are swift to shed innocent blood. We know in Isaiah chapter 2, one day God's going to take all these swords and beat them into plowshares, but that hasn't happened yet. So what's he doing in the meantime? Well, I make the argument in the book. He, he's giving us a vision of what peace can look like, but he's also giving the world a vision of what unrestrained war might look like. So be very careful in this war making because it could get away from you. And he's done that through poetry, movies, books. I mention a song that is regularly listed as one of the top five anti-war songs. It's called 99 red balloons it's based on the story of a musician going to a rolling stones concert in 1989 and uh, they let go some red balloons and he watched the balloons go over the wall into east berlin and he thought to himself i wonder how they interpret those red balloons like could they see him as a threat mm -hmm. so he actually went home and wrote the classic anti-war song 99 red balloons where in fact the east berlin uh, government does see it as a threat, and they start World War II. And at the end of the song, there's one lone human being holding one red balloon, hmm. saying this was the end of humanity. Well, this is God's message to the world is, hey, be very careful, as Shakespeare said, unleashing the mm -hmm. dogs of war, because you might not be able to reel this back in. And I find it fascinating that God's given this apocalyptic vision to the entire world that, hey, be very careful arming the world for nuclear war. You might not be able to pull it back. Right. And Tim, it's no surprise that there, of course, that Jesus talks about war because as followers of Jesus, we're constantly at war with ourselves. And then we turn it outward to be at war with our neighbors. And then, you know, nation states, they're just amplifications of who we are. So why would anybody be surprised that God knows that we're at war with our, each other when we're always at war with ourselves? Yeah, James said that. James says, you don't, you, you wage war because you don't have. So, you know, the Soviet Union feels like, hey, uh, Ukraine's ours. Russia says it's ours. China may very well follow this up by saying, hey, Taiwan's ours. And I, I think God allows this to go on because his constant big picture message is, remember, this is not the world I wanted. This is a world that is run by you. And you need to come back to me if you want everlasting peace, if you want uh, countries to get along with each other. There's a fundamental spiritual problem that's keeping countries separated from each other and at enmity and war with each other. So I think God gives us this negative vision, but then he also gives us a vision of how, now this is going to sound really weird to your listeners, God knows that war is going to continue. Yeah. Um, but... Less violent. Did I freeze for a yeah, long time? Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's okay, God. but just say again. You're yeah, go back. Okay, God so knows. God hates 
yeah, God hates war. He knows it's going to continue. So in a weird way, he gives us a vision of how to make it less violent, if that makes sense. So yeah. let me give you two illustrations of that. In the classic book, Sensu and the Art of War, that is read everywhere from military institutions like West Point to Harvard Business School. Yeah. In it, he talks about the compassionate military leader who offers what he calls a golden bridge to the enemy, which means if you surround an enemy, make sure that there's an exit so the enemy has a way to retreat. Otherwise, you're going to have to destroy this enemy. So give them a golden bridge that they can actually escape, reassess what's happening, and then maybe surrender. If they do surrender, Sensu says, treat them kindly because then they may actually be part of your community. And then add to that, um, Henry Dumont is a businessman who sees the horrors of the uh, Second War of Italian Independence and is so disturbed by seeing all the carnage, he starts two organizations we're all familiar with, the Red Cross, hmm. which helps in times of war, and then second, the Geneva Conventions, which helps legislate war, uh, right? If you are in violation of human rights, you can be prosecuted by the Geneva Convention. So here's God giving Dumont a vision for the Red Cross that will very quickly go into the Ukraine and Poland and Romania and help with the refugee crisis. So God hasn't abandoned us. Uh, even though we're intent on war making, he's intent on making it less horrific. Hmm. And even giving us visions of how horrific war can be so that we'll pull back and not do it. Now, he wants to get rid of it. And we know in Revelation 21, one day, thank God, he will get rid of everything. But right now, he's letting humans run this world. But he's not stepping back and wiping his hands of us. He's providing us common grace that helps us get through these horrific times. Common grace. Yeah. Tim, what do you think about the um, the sector of the American public who says, you know, we shouldn't be making any commentary on this war because we have a completely messed up history. We are um, always wielding injustice towards one group or another. Uh, we certainly not set up to be the moral police for the world. Have you, Kathy, have you seen that Netflix seri- uh, movie called Munich, The Edge of War? No. Oh, so go and watch Netflix series. It's called Munich, The Edge of War. It's about Chamberlain mm-hmm. and his appeasement of Hitler when it came to Czechoslovakia. And Kathy, I swear to you, watch this movie, and all you have to do is replace Putin yeah. with Hitler yeah. and Czechoslovakia with, with Ukraine. Ukraine. And I think, we're, I think we're world citizens. Even though it's going to hurt us in the pocketbook, it's really going to hurt us. These sanctions are a double-edged sword. They're going to hurt the Soviet economy, the Russian economy. But they're going to absolutely hurt the world economy. But this is a beautiful moment where everyone comes together in the face of such evil and says, listen, we, we've got to do this. Just like Ukrainians are fighting in the streets, uh, I think the world community comes together and says, yeah, we're willing to get hurt in the pocketbook. We're willing to take these things. Uh, and, and again, inflation on the poor is going to be devastating. Um, but we come together as a world community, and that's a nice little reminder that we are, at, at the end of the day, human beings in a human mm. community made in God's image. So, Kathy, you're right. I, 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 and Americans back then, right, World War II, uh, FDR could not uh, help Britain because Americans were sick of it. I mean, World War I had just happened. Sure. And if it weren't for the attack on Pearl Harbor and Adolf Hitler 
waging war against the United States, the uh, United States probably wouldn't have gotten into World War II. Mm. But when we did, we, we just realized, hey, we're walking lockstep with our brothers and sisters. So I think even that good can come out of this is to remind ourselves, listen, we're human beings. And when one suffers, we all suffer. Right. So the question is then, what does God think of war? You're saying, Tim, that God uses us, refines us, gives us other avenues of peace and creativity in the midst of the horrors. Well, I think you froze again, Tim. Right? All right. All right. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, it's all right. I'm that's sorry. Okay. We're free. Ah, but, and that's how you solve the world problems right there. Thank <laughs> that's you. right. We're Zoom done. freezes, and then we all say, you know what? Forget Love it. Love you, Tim. Hey, thanks as always. Good to talk to you, Tim. Good stuff. All right. Tim, you Biola University. Yeah, uh, check, listen. check out his book, Eyes to See. Excellent. I would have endorsed. You would have, but you I didn't. I would have. I would have. I endorsed it. That's just, that wasn't a, it was unfair to bring that up, I'll tell you right now. Spot on. <laughs> if you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses. Watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65+, Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, and use promo code WORD. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible. At a time when accuracy matters, accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. At Eden Christian Academy, God's Word is not merely mentioned at weekly chapel. It's integrated into every class every day at Eden's three North Hills campuses. 
But every February, Spiritual Enrichment Week provides a special opportunity for every student to deepen their faith through interactive opportunities that engage their hearts and minds. Eden Christian Academy, pre-K through 12th grade. To learn more about Spiritual Enrichment Week, visit EdenChristianAcademy.org. Okay, despite all the heaviness, we have to say this, that today is national, and it's national Tooth Fairy Day. I don't know why we need that, only because whenever a kid loses a tooth, it becomes kind of Tooth Fairy Day. You know what I mean? I don't know if Mm -hmm. we need a nat. You know how much I love the National Day thing. Yeah. But it just seems like maybe we don't need that. Are you, are you guys like emotionally attached no, to the Tooth Fairy? No. I wonder who would spot, you know, who created National Tooth Fairy Day? Was it a bunch of dentists? Colgate? Or a gum manufacturers? I made that up. I don't know. People from the Dublin said, Was you know, that an important thing when you were a kid to you? Oh, are you kidding me? It was free money. And free money didn't come, you know, freely from Don Hall. <laughs> sure. Right, we've heard bo- those stories. You had to lose a body part to get some, <laughs> some money from Don. Right. Christy. We got all like we got money from How the much? tooth fairy. I don't know. I asked my mom this before, and she said like a dollar, but I do not remember it being a dollar. A buck. Okay, so we used to give. Here's the problem: if you're given change, more often than not, it gets lost, like the dime under the pillow. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're turning around, you're flipping your pillow to find the cool side, and you're right. And then the dime payment gonna, is history. You wake up the next morning, and your kid's like disappointed because the tooth fairy didn't show up. Meanwhile, it's like stuck in the crevice between the wall and the carpet. Sure, you know, somewhere by the baseboard, and you're never going to find it. Right, because now the cat's playing with it. Exactly, or it's dusty, which is a good That's reminder disgusting. to clean behind the bed and underneath the bed. That's disgusting. I don't remember getting money from the you tooth didn't. fairy. I'm sure I did. You think so? I'm sure I did because I re- dad. no no because I remember being I remember being at the stoplight. At Highland Avenue and Route 19, when my sister blew it and told me that there was no tooth blew fairy, it. so clearly it must have been important to me mm. if I remember finding out the truth. That's so you remember the moment. I remember the, the moment and the place of it, and you know the whole Santa thing. Don't remember anything about that, but False the tooth problem. fairy thing, I felt robbed. Really, I felt like there was a moral injustice that had happened. Did you call your your mom on it? I, no, but I was mad at my sister. For just yeah, for you know, even though she has she, it wasn't her fault that the tooth fairy didn't exist. I blamed her. (laughs) Right, Holly. I mean, you know, it's pretty thin. I mean, at least with Santa, there's imagery, there's songs, there's movies. Right, there's a whole thing around Santa. The tooth fairy, you have to work hard. It's a cash grab, really. That's all it is. Well, okay. How often did you forget to put money under the pillow for your children? It happened. It happened regularly with me. It happened. And then, of course, in the morning, you, you have, have to make face. up a story. Oh, yeah. He was so busy, you know. He. Was Tooth Fairy he? Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Now we're doing proper pronouns for the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> no, I'm just he, scary. Him, they, she. <laughs> I'm just Them. I'm just wondering if the you tooth- had, if you chose a gender in your family. I don't know. Just because I'm a guy, the Tooth Fairy's a guy, right? Right, because we want everybody to yeah. be just like us. Exactly. I mean, and again, let me bring up my bag of teeth. Which... All right, tell the people. So when the tooth fairy came and I, you know, substituted the cash for the tooth, I kept the tooth. So with my two kids, I got a bag of little baby teeth that I still have. What am I going to throw? I can't throw the bag away. 
That is like something from a horror show. No, it's not. It's like it's some sweet. some B movie that's shown like the third feature at the drive-in on July 4th is a movie about someone who did that. I don't think so. Yeah. One time. Uh, and the teeth like come to life on Halloween or something. <laughs> One of our cats lost a tooth and I thought, I've got the perfect replacement. <laughs> You're going to put it in the bag with the boy's teeth. I'll just put one in there. That's little, just disgusting, kind of cool. John. No, it's not. It's oh, super sweet. It's not. It's, it's super sweet. If you asked either one of your kids, they'd be horrified they by the not. bag of teeth. They've yes, seen they it. would. They've seen it. No. They've seen the bag okay. of teeth. Well, if believe me, if I asked them, they'd be like, oh I'm my a, gosh, make it end. It's not like I'm saving Grandpa's dentures. It's very. It's actually worse than no, that. No, it's not. Grandpa's dentures were fake. These are like real organic material. Did you not save like your kid's hair? A little tuft of hair. We have that. I've got all kind of body parts in there. <laughs> Are we? I, I think I we think need to go to sweet. break and stop the conversation. I don't understand. It's, it's so lack of sentimentality on your part. I, I just, I can't. Save your teeth. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The European Union has agreed on new measures to respond to Russia's invasion. Karen Chamas with the report. Among the measures, EU officials have vowed to close its airspace to Russian airlines and ban some pro-Kremlin media outlets. In addition, EU High Representative Joseph Borrell has said that the 27-nation bloc will spend over half a billion dollars on buying weapons for Ukraine. You know that this half a billion of euros will be devoted to provide defensive arms. Defence ministers are meeting to discuss how to convert the funds into useful military material and ensure that it reaches the Ukrainian armed forces. Poland has agreed to act as a hub to distribute the arms and equipment. The EU ministers also agreed to add several more people and organisations to a growing list of sanctions. Karen Chamas with that report. This is SRN News. If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Well, you need to make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are lower or later when rates are much higher? Now, whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. That's why Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group has a free guide called You and Your Taxes to help you determine what's best for you. To get your copy of You and Your Taxes, call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. That's TAX to 412-515-3555. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Get this free guide from Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group now. Call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Our firm may not give tax advice. Ad paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that's now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-959-4526 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection 
section will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. Call 800-959-4526. 800-959-4526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-959-4526 now. Visit us on the web at completecar.com. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Losing sleep over a stressful job or a bad boss? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Connect on the Express Jobs app or ExpressPros.com. More than half a million people find work with Express each year. Prepare for ministry with generous financial aid at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, where Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and Certificate students are awarded nearly $1.5 million annually in merit scholarships and need-based grants. Start now at pts.edu. Partly cloudy skies for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 31. Breezy tomorrow with periods of clouds and sunshine, a high of 53. Considerable cloudiness for tomorrow night with a low of 32. Mostly cloudy skies for the middle of the week on Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 52. Thursday will turn colder with clouds breaking for some sunshine. Expect a high Thursday of 34. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I'm optimistic about an early spring. Are you? Well, it's certainly a beautiful day, a spectacular day. I mean, I had to drive around the Pittsburgh area a little bit. I had a couple errands to do, and it was actually enjoyable. Very nice. So so I think I'd second that. Wouldn't it be nice if, like, March was, you know, like this? Yeah. March. And tomorrow's going to be warm, like 50 degrees, I think. Yeah, I'm done with winter. Me He's too. Done. I'm so done. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time, I think it was maybe Thursday, I had to get a scarf and mittens, and I thought, you know what, I'm tired of going in this drawer. Yeah. More than anything, I think like when you like get dressed in the morning, you know, you're putting layer on after it's layer. It's such a pain. I just want to wear shorts and a t-shirt. Yes. Wouldn't that be nice? Just shorts and a t-shirt. Listen, when I was doing my workout this morning... Yeah. Um, they're, they're doing some drywall patching, mudding in my house. It's Matt. very stinky. Matt's not there. Oh. Uh, uh, someone helping Matt is doing it. Anyway, the point is that it was stinky. So I opened up, turned the heat down all the way and opened up all the windows. Mm-hmm. By the time I was done, an hour later, it was probably 38 degrees in there. But didn't you know matter. what? It didn't matter. Yeah. Because it just was good to get the air in. Yep. Clean it out. Yeah. Get rid of the stink. Um, uh, see the story today? Pittsburgh-based journalist, one of hundreds of thousands of people who have fled Ukraine in response to the uh, Russian aggression. Uh, a young man by the name of Manny Morata, 25. Um, he's an independent journalist who lives in Oakland. 
graduated from Pitt in 2019, traveled to Ukraine three weeks ago to cover the conflict, uh, became uh, relocated from Kiev to a city named Liv, L-V-I-V, a city near Ukraine's western border. Um, he said uh, he decided to walk the 45 miles to Poland from Liv, the equivalent of walking oh. from Pittsburgh to Steubenville. Holy cow. When he got on the road, he joined hundreds of others also making the journey by foot. Uh, he said the group made its way through the countryside at gas stations along the way. He said lines of cars were attempting to fill up and no gas was available. The caravan on foot grew as people left their vehicles, joined the group. He said many of the Ukrainians were not dressed appropriately for the wintry conditions because they had to flee so hastily. He said no food was available, nor was the prospect of using a, a bathroom. He said he speaks basic English and several other languages. He talked with many children along the journey, and they didn't appear to understand why they had to leave Ukraine on foot. Quote, it was heartbreaking to see these families forced to walk 40 miles with inadequate clothing. They didn't even know why their country was at war. It's just so sad to watch. So after 16 to 20 hours of walking, hundreds of people uh, in the party reached the border at Poland, and uh, they were given haven overnight. He said, though... The, the, the hardest part of seeing men pulled from the line at the border and along the roads to be conscripted back into the Ukrainian army. On the journey, the Ukrainian army told them about the conscription and the men were just pulled out of line or walked out of line. The kids didn't want their dads to be taken away. It was just so sad oh, that's to watch. so terrible. So he said when they reached the border, officials were letting in about 10 people to Poland about every 20 minutes. It took, it took hours and hours to get through. He was then sent to a, a refugee facility with eight other Ukrainians. He said, don't feel bad for me. He said, I'm going to go back home to the comfort of my place in Oakland. But these people are stuck here for the foreseeable future. Manny, Manny Marotta, M-A-R-O-T-T-A. Fabulous. I know this is the history of war from the time the globe started. But how frustrating is it when the average Ukrainian, the average Russian, has no idea why this is happening, has zero investment in it, and doesn't want it? And, of course, it's always those people who pay the highest penalty and, you know, the highest price for the whole thing. It's just... I mean, seriously, when you look at uh, at, uh, Kiev, it is a very modern... It's not like some sort of, you know, goat path somewhere, you know, at the end of the world. You would feel more than home in Kiev. It's, so you it's were so you were in Kiev. Yeah, you were also in Moscow. Yeah, um, did they, are, they feel very different? The two of them. Uh, they felt different in. A, uh, this is just you know purely you know. I'm just asking for your perspective as a visitor. They felt, they felt different as far as the nationalistic fervor. What's really cool about Moscow, and you know, being a you know sort of a child of the space age, all over Moscow. I love this. There were monuments to rockets and astronauts. There was this great still, you know, nationalistic fervor about Russians in space and technological advancement. I love that. Uh, Kiev, on the other hand, it just feels. Very cosmopolitan, mm. like, you know, cutting edge in some way. Lots of investment in the arts and infrastructure and all that. I mean, just a lot to be proud of that they, they have successfully, before that, successfully annexed themselves from the Soviet Union and were prospering on their own. Now, of course, that's all deeply, deeply in doubt. It must be sad for you to think about visiting that place that you loved so much and seeing the video now. 
because this goes back, I think, to what all of us think about, just like this reporter's story. These are just regular people trying to find their way, right? Wake up and get through another day, the good, the bad, the, the, the joy, the horror of what it is to be alive. They're just like you and I. And all of a sudden, this massive hammer comes down. I think about those people, people that I stayed with, the little kids that I played with while I was there. You know, they just, they just want to get through the day and love can the day. you imagine what their perspective is now like what in the what am i doing here what is happening when will i ever get to go back will i go back is my apartment or my house still around what about just the regular day-to-day what about paying my bills what about college all those things what about my gram where's she what's going on everything's just blown apart god help us truly god help us i don't know how this is going to end but it doesn't look like it's going to end well does it We're going to take a break, but when we come back, we'll continue our conversation about Ukraine and Russia with Jeff Evanson, who uh, he and his wife have spent years, um, over 10 years, ministering to Christians in both countries. We'll get his perspective next, the Monday edition of The Ride Home. WORD. Dr. Charles Stanley. Christianity is trusting the Lord Jesus Christ as personal Savior and beginning that all-important, intimate, loving walk with the Savior. That's what the Christian life is all about. Hear the series, Growing Strong in Faith. This week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. There are some decisions in life that just flat out determine whether the day will be good or bad. And one of those Mount Everest decisions for me is which ice cream to choose. How is a mere human able to walk into a tasty ice cream shop and choose from seven perfect options? It's Ryan. And the reality is, deciding how to manage your mortgage is kind of similar. I had two radio listeners last month say, I've been wanting to know all the details of what a refinance or cash out refinance would look like for me, but I was embarrassed to ask and didn't want to feel pressured if I did. To which I say, We are a place that happily lets you taste test all the flavors. Guilt-free, no pressure, no judgment, and no follow-up unless you ask. It's very normal for us to provide what multiple refinance or cash-out options would exactly look like and then let you decide, or even just walk out completely after the taste test. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. For over 40 years, First Baptist Christian School of Butler has quietly offered parents one of the most affordable, high-quality Christian educations around. 
A complete education from pre-K through 12th grade with free busing, smaller classes, an extremely high teacher-student ratio, competitive athletics, and SAT scores well above the national average. Think an affordable Christian education is beyond your reach? Think again. First Baptist Christian School of Butler at butlerfbcs.com. I think to get a better picture of what's happening in Ukraine, you need to talk to people who have spent a considerable amount of time there. Our next guest, Jeff Evanson, is with us. He, he and his wife, um, Laura, have in, in been involved in Russia and Ukraine since 2013. Their ministry is called Elk River House of Prayer. And uh, Jeff is here to talk to us about Ukraine and Russia. Hey, Jeff, uh, thanks for your time here. Welcome to the show. Uh Hi, thank you for asking me to join you. Yeah. Jeff, can you tell us about your uh, relationship with the two countries and why you've decided to concentrate your ministry efforts there? Um, sure. In, in 2013, I was, we were invited to go to Ukraine for a week to teach on the House of Prayer movement. Um, it was a good time. We left. I thought that was a nice trip. In 2014, we were invited back again, and I was scheduled to fly into Crimea um, <clears throat> on the very day that Russia invaded Crimea. So I was rerouted, and uh, I spent two weeks alone with people in Ukraine, and God just started really getting all of my heart. Yes. Jeff, describe the House of Prayer movement. Exactly what is it? How does it work? It's a, a movement that God has been raising up for the last 20 years of, of you know, 24 uh, by 7, you know, nonstop worship and prayer around the globe. Really? And so you and your wife go in, and you've taught Ukrainians and Russians how this works? Yeah, that's basically what we've been doing, training people on how to, you know, what it is, why God is doing it, and, and what it looks like, and how they can do it in their own culture. Interesting. So, you and your you and Laura, what was the longest amount of time you spent in either Ukraine or Russia? Our longest um, stretch was nine months. Um, you know, we started off at two weeks, and then six weeks, and then three months, and yeah. <laughs> we finally just decided to stay there for you know a good part of the year. Nice, just built and built. So then, I would say you know you're spending that amount of time uh, intimately enough with the uh, the countries of, of Russia and or Ukraine. What is it that we need to know? I mean, for for those of us who have not spent considerable time there, and I, I'm sure you're speaking in broad generalizations here, but what is it about the Russians or Ukrainians that are important for us, especially as believers in Jesus, that who they are as people, and of course their their interaction with Christ? Um, well, they're real people, just like you and me. They love their kids. They love their families. They love one another. Um, I, I love the Ukrainian people. I love the Russian people. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, the, the believers that I met, they love Jesus. They, you know, very fervent in many ways. Um, they love strong leadership, and so they look for a strong leadership in, in the church leaders. Um, but they, they want to know Jesus. They, they want to follow Him. Um, the believers that we met. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
I've only been to, to Russia and Ukraine for just a couple of weeks, but what what I in, in conversations with a lot of people, especially in Russia, is that they talked about you know I, I would sort of paraphrase this sort of a, a backward evangelism that you know because you know d- during the rise of the Soviet Union, uh, Christian Christianity was not necessarily uh, allowed in the public sphere, so a lot of people you know. 50, 60 years of age did not know Jesus. And then, of course, when there were, um, the Soviet Union in many ways disappeared and Christendom was allowed a, a little more free flowing in, in, you know, in the public arena, younger people caught the vision for Jesus and then had to evangelize their parents or their grandparents. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I would say so. That's, uh, I mean, there were, you know, the Baptist and the Pentecostal churches was going on during the Soviet Union, so there was there were certain segments that were you know, very strong believers, um, but the general population, you know, they were they they didn't know who God was, mm-hmm. um, and so the you know, the older generation of um, my generation of people would tend not to know who he was or, or what it meant to be a Christian. Jeff Evanson is with us from Elk River House of Prayer. Uh, Jeff and his wife, Laura, have uh, ministered to Christians in both Ukraine and in Russia since 2013. Um, Jeff, what do you feel like is missing from what we're hearing in the news about the uh, Russian invasion? Is there something after all the time that you've spent there that you wish people would understand? I think um, a big part would be that the Russian people in general are not supportive of this. Mm. Um, The Ukrainians and the Russians crossed back and forth all the time. They were moving back and forth between the two countries. They they had business, they they had family. They're not, you know, um, a lot of them are not supportive of what Putin is doing. This is very much a political leadership-led thing. Right. So it's not not as though the Ukrainians are hating the Russians and vice versa. These are people just who are like us, right, living their lives and hoping to see a a new day. But what about, you know, Jeff, I've I've been reading about Putin and, of course, uh, the Orthodox faith. Any insight there into, you know, uh, as Russians talk to you about Putin and his faith and how the Orthodox Church uh, shapes the the culture or not? Anything you can offer there? Well, you know, the the Orthodox culture... um it very much shaped Ukraine, uh, uh, very much shaped Russia, Ukraine as well. Um, you know, when you go back to the time of the Tsars, you know, the Orthodox Church is right there alongside you know, the Tsar, giving him much of his power, anointing him to be the, the, the king over the country. I, I, I've often wondered if Putin isn't following the same path, viewing himself like a you know, Tsar. I mean, and he's aligning himself with the Orthodox Church, and I think that they are very supportive of him mm-hmm. in that way. Uh, I saw an update. From culture. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, before we went to air, I saw an update that the head of the Russian Orthodox Church called um, the opponents in Ukraine, quote, evil forces. Um, now, of course, there's a long history of, um, I would say, uh, co-conspiracy between portions of the Russian Orthodox Church and the Russian government. Um, that's gone on since the time of the czars, as you said. Um, but not every priest in that denomination feels that way and has acted that way over the generations. But when you hear that statement, what do you think? Well, 
Um, I, I know, a few years ago, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church separated from the Russian Orthodox Church, and uh, you know there was a lot of controversy over that. I think this is somewhat connected to that. Um, it doesn't surprise me. I think that you know, the Orthodox Church and, and Putin are just working together in many ways. Hand in hand. We're talking with Jeff Evanson from Elk River House of Prayer. Him and his wife, Laura, has spent considerable time in Russia and in Ukraine. Jeff, what about uh, established relationships that you and Laura made with House of Prayer in Russia and Ukraine? Is there any conversation that uh, is going on between you and uh, people that uh, have been part of your ministry, friends that are in Ukraine and Russia right now? Well, yeah, I'm in touch with a number of people in Ukraine who, who have um, you know, they're in different parts of the country. Many of the cities we're hearing about, I, I've been to, and I, I know people there, and so I've been following them, and you know, making sure they're doing okay. Some are fleeing, you know. to apologize, yeah. Jeff. I mean, cl- clearly this it, is Jeff. deeply uh, emotional for you because these are people that you know and love. Yeah. Well, I've been making sure that they're doing okay. I'm praying for them all the same. Some are in cities that are they're not affected much at this time. Others, you know, they're, they're listening to bombs every night. I can't imagine. Well, Jeff, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for joining us today and helping us to see. You know, we're we're surrounded by you know the the political talk back and forth and people doing military analysis, but what's sorely lacking is just the interpersonal story of relationship. And so, you really provided that to us today. So, thank you. Thank you for letting me join you today. Our pleasure. Jeff Evanson, him and his wife, Laura, are Elk River House of Prayer with family, uh, a lot of friends, uh, Russia and Ukraine. We appreciate that uh, update. We'll take a quick break, come back, listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. We are The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. I remember trying to choose a college when I was of that age and thinking, how does this work? There's no one to help me. Um, my parents didn't have a clue. They didn't attend college. My guidance counselor, he kind of shrugged his shoulders. There was a lot of anxiety. Uh, everything worked out fine in the end. But I, when you look at where kids are today, especially, I mean, all the pressure the mm-hmm. kids have, social media, all the online stuff, you get things in the mail nonstop. I mean, there's a lot of pressure to choose the right college, to do the right thing, to propel you to that full future that awaits you. 
it seems like a lot, doesn't it? I remember the first week or two of seventh grade for one of my daughters. Seventh, seventh grade. grade. They had an assembly where they were handed this chart and they had to like decide what they wanted to do career wise so that in seventh grade they could start picking the right classes so that they could graduate with the right skill set so they could get accepted into the right college and then they could get the job that they want. Oh my gosh. Now that's so much pressure for a seventh grader. So where's God in all this? Exactly. And is there a way to raise children and encourage students to think that they don't just belong to themselves, but they belong to God? Find out at Grove City College. What does God have for you? gcc.edu. The uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh-ohs, just say, Better get Mako. And go to Mako.com to book your appointment today. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. I love living in a rural community where neighbors help neighbors, even if we don't always agree on sports teams, politics, or the COVID-19 vaccines. We all have our opinions. Getting vaccinated is your choice, and no one can make your mind up for you. Talk to your health care provider about your questions to help make a decision that's right for you. GetVaccineAnswers.org has the latest information to help you decide. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. Partly cloudy skies for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 31. Breezy tomorrow with periods of clouds and sunshine, a high of 53. Considerable cloudiness for tomorrow night with a low of 32. Mostly cloudy skies for the middle of the week on Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 52. Thursday will turn colder with clouds breaking for some sunshine. Expect a high Thursday of 34. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Makes sense. Does what make sense? Bacos. Bacos. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I haven't thought about bacos. Those are those are bacon bits, right? They, are they real bacon bits? I'm not sure if real? they're real, but they come in the little bottle shaker. or the envelope shaker. You can put those on your salads or whatever. It, I don't think it's synthetic bacon. I think it. I think, I think it's it, real bacon. Like little little sort of I think, clips but how, of bacon. How real can it be if it's if it's like you can leave it out at well, room temperature? It's for... cured, so things that are cured. Okay, like... yeah, okay. But if you're if you make bacon, are you going to leave it on the counter for six months? No. Well, you could leave well, the bacon you know, on your counter for six everything's months. got you know preservatives in it. Oh, right? guess what? What imitation bacon bits? There you go. Mm-hmm. So you got to really real. like bacon if you're going for imitation bacon bits. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had bacon around, would you throw those on your pizza? Absolutely. You. You know why? Because that doesn't make sense. Well, I'm not so sure it doesn't make sense. Because I like a little bacon thing. So so that's why you buy bacon. Yeah, but it's convenient. The bacon's? Yeah. Yeah, but what are you giving up? You're giving up any contact with reality. 
what, it, how what, is it what, different what from exactly like you know is imitation bacon? Come on, I mean, is a like is a purist like what? I'm gonna have like barbecue potato chips. It's imitation barbecue t- taste. Everything's fake. Not everything's fake. A lot of it well, is. You, you, you know could, it is. Well, you could choose to eat food that isn't fake. Is what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not trying to be some elitist, but I'm thinking bacon. Like you can get a pound of bacon for not a lot of cash. I would l- rather eat less of it and eat the real thing than you know sprinkling my bacon on right, a daily we, basis. We agree to disagree. Wait, so you like bacon? You're, you're saying I'm saying bacon. Bacon makes sense. Yeah. All right. Does this make sense? Costco. <laughs> Does Costco really make sense? Now, look, I I, for years I was like, oh, I thought Costco was like, oh my gosh. It was a Could, promised land. It was. Can we join Costco? My wife was like, absolutely. We're not going to Costco. Just put, scrap that off your wish list, my friend. She didn't call me friend. But you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. was like, oh, and then all of a sudden we got a, we got a, you know, we were going. We got a subscription, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. We went, we bought like 55 pounds of chili. <laughs> 85 <laughs> stuffed peppers. And four bottles of olive salad the, for me. The carts are gigantic. And the people are as well. We went to Costco yesterday. I was like, honey, let's get out of here. Because I don't need the Costco as much as I thought I did. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's massive. It's everything that's big and bright and great about America. But it's also got a big, dark, big underbelly. No, it makes sense. sense. No, it makes sense. You go with your targeted thing. Makes sense. Don't be don't be dissuaded by other things, but buy only your list. Bacos makes sense. No, Costco. Bacos, no way. One hundred one point five W O R D. Many of us understand what it's like to deal with anxiety, worry, and fear. And Jamie Grace understands. She's no exception. Within thirty sixty seconds, like every possible dramatic and awful scenario would just start mentally taking a toll on me. Finding quiet in the midst of the anxiety. Next time on Family Life Today with David Ann Wilson. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. Why Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing It Right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing It Right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You will receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to Manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 7 7- Two four new roof or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm cute kid number one. And I'm cute kid number two. And we have been forced, you mean hired, we have been hired to tell you what direct lender FOMO is. So let's say you buy a new home and maybe you use one of those big mortgage monsters or someone your realtor or friend recommends. And then a few months later, you hear us being forced, hired, hired, to tell you about our mortgage team's direct lender advantage. And then you feel like you missed out because you probably did miss out. And that is direct lender FOMO. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. 
This often allows us to get you a better rate on that new home mortgage, saving you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dollar Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Rack Animalist Number 65233. Equal Housing Lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. For over 40 years, First Baptist Christian School of Butler has quietly offered parents one of the most affordable, high-quality Christian educations around. A complete education from pre-K through 12th grade with free busing, smaller classes, an extremely high teacher-student ratio, competitive athletics, and SAT scores well above the national average. Think an affordable Christian education is beyond your reach? Think again. First Baptist Christian School of Butler at butlerfbcs.com. It's written a story in today's newspaper, and one of the first people who appear in the story about Ukrainians who are going back to fight. There's a guy, uh, he pulls up in a black opal uh, at the border, the uh, Polish-Ukrainian border, and he's 32 years old, and he says to the immigration guy, I'm going back in. I need. I need. I haven't been, lived in this country for years, but I'm going back into Ukraine to fight for my country. And someone says, good. And they stepped out and they loaded a camouflage print duffel bag full of first aid kits. This guy says, I would love not to fight and be alive, but this is the time where if I were want to be able to look myself in the mirror, I have to go. I have to go. I've never fired a gun outside of a firing range. Otherwise, I'll live in my own personal hell in my head if I don't come back home. Now, the thing is, this is happening happening increasingly more and more yeah. the ukrainian men are saying i got to go back i mean you hear stories about ukrainians living here in the united states and flying to poland yeah. and working their way back i mean can you imagine that people living comfortably out of harm's way saying i love my country so much that i'm going back in more often than not you think you know you're not certain death but you are putting yourself deeply in harm's way would we do that here in the United I States? I don't know. We're reading an article from today's Wall Street Journal um, called Ukrainians Return Home to Fight Russia. Um, it talks about how Ukrainians from inside the country over the last couple decades have gone into wealthier parts of Europe to find work, especially sure. in IT, computer-related things, science-related things. Yep. And so um, these men, though, are, of course, watching what all of us are watching reading the same news that we're all reading and thinking, you know what? I can't sit here and just let this happen. You can I understand I, that. I can't be okay with this. I can't just stay here in Munich or I can't just stay here in Paris or I just, you know, can't stay here in Zurich and say, you know what? Nothing's, everything's fine at home when I know it's not. And so they're driving back in. I mean, I admire that so much. And I think, okay, so what if that was my husband? Like, what would I... I would love to say that I would be self-sacrificial, but I don't know. Break your heart. Quote, I wouldn't be able to sit with my family at the dinner table if I didn't join the fight, said Og Mahala, a 29-year-old who has been living in Poland, walking toward the border. He's walking towards Ukraine. I've never been a fighter. It took me six hours to decide. When the fighting starts, you just have to go. Polish and other European officials openly support the return of the Ukrainian emigres, raising the possibility that Europe will become a staging ground for a war that become bloody and drawn out. Quote, if it was me, I would go too, said a Polish police officer posted at the border. Right. I mean, 
when you see the news reports. It's interesting to see the news reports because in some ways the news is shaded in a hopeful tone towards the Ukrainians. It just is. Of course. Right? I mean... It's shocking the unification of people from all different parts of the world and from different political positions here in America that agree on this issue. I didn't think there was an issue that we in America could agree on, and I think we may have found one. Pretty much Pretty much. I'm not saying that there aren't outliers, outliers, but they really are in the minority. Yeah. Well, I mean... Everybody loves an underdog, and this is the ultimate underdog, right? And, of course, to see Putin for who he is, uh, not a genius, someone who is out of control here and wants to unite the country under religious, socialist, philosophical terms here, um, uh, it's really deeply troubling. All right, so thinking about Putin, um, and, of course, we have no personal interaction with him or only reading the same news reports that our listeners are reading, but Poof. let me ask you a question. This is in <laughs> Let me ask you a question. We each of us have friends who changed dramatically during COVID. Not unusual. Right? I think that's pretty pretty true for a lot of people. So people reacted to isolation differently. Mm -hmm. Some people have developed eating disorders. People have either lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight. Or people have developed, you know, there's been a mental health crisis has been well documented. Or people are find themselves unable to work or unable to stop working, right? All sorts of issues like that that have come up. It's interesting to think of how a crisis like that would affect a head of state. Because you think in large part... They would be insulated from the kinds of things that us, you know, regular people suffer. But in reading about Putin over the last two weeks in particular, there is a picture painted of an increasingly isolated person, very afraid of COVID and afraid of a vaccine. There's a rumor that he's unvaccinated and has lived a lot of the last two and a half years terrified of getting the virus. Well, you would think that a person like that, whether it's the president of the United States, you know, or whoever's in power, they're already living in a vacuum. Right? Right, they're Pandemic not. Pandemic or not. Right, it's not like they're, they're subject to, to the same market forces that we are. Right. right, they're not doing bacon bits. And the same day-to-day pressures. Right. But what if they were? It seems like in this instance, that might be the case. A different level of isolation. Yeah. A different level of paranoia. Right, and, and maybe the COVID air, all the same pressures that we felt are felt by leaders of, of world nations and we're seeing some of the outgrowth of it. But, and this is probably, you know, different than you and I, if you were leaning on your faith in Jesus, but you were a dictator of a country that had control of the state religion, what kind of peace and comfort would you find in that if those that you were summoning to you to bring okay, you well, if spiritual you, peace? Okay, so if you were a believer in Jesus, I'm not sure how you could be a dictator. That would be the first step. Do you think that uh, this is very complex because there's all these moving parts with, you know, Russian Orthodox churches. People would say that they were believers. There's no, I can't assess that and it's not for me to assess it. It's not for me to state. But you know what I mean? You know, my point is people are saying they're believers in Jesus. Because they are members of the Russian Orthodox Church. Yeah. Well, is the membership of the PCUSA uh, enough course, to guarantee right. no, that no, I'm a Christian or no. that I'm a, a, I go to mass on Sunday? Does that make no. me a, a Christian? 
I mean, it doesn't matter what your denomination is. If you, it, it's your heart, it's your heart connection. But it's, the intertwinement of the politics, the history, and the religion of Russia is unique it, it to is, the country. It is. So I agree. I would think, especially with all that power um, and anything at your disposal, your paranoia or whatever fear or drive or uh, ambition, for lack of a better word, right. twists things mightily in someone's head. Well, it's not like we could look at the last 10 years and think that Putin's been stable. We know the Alex Navalny story that he was, you know, it's a horrible story. He was, you know, and that's just one poison thousands of miles. Exactly. We don't, how many stories, Alexei Navalny stories are there that we've never heard about? Many, 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 I'm sure. And we have the Crimea story. We have what happened, what's gone on with the Olympic team. Those are the first three that popped into my head. I mean, it's just, I I don't know. I just think that for all of um, the angst that we've had about COVID, we tend to think that that's, affecting our job it's affecting our family but when it comes to the movement of nations probably not oh, that's and i'm starting okay. to, i'm starting to reevaluate that so you're thinking that perhaps this is the covid paranoia war it might do you do you wonder about it uh, well that's a good point you're bringing up i mean uh, i'm not saying no because we've all lived through a lot of tension a lot of pressure a lot of weirdness these last couple of days so a couple of years so anything is possible I believe that's true. You bring up a good point. I didn't consider that. All right. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, Capitol Police are re-erecting the fence around the Capitol for the State of the Union address that occurs tomorrow night. Are you interested in watching the City of the Union? No, I'm really not. Neither am I. Will you, though? No, probably not. Christy? Yes. No, Christy's already said no. Well, it's my last night. My grandma makes fried chicken that is simply the world's best. But sometimes she'll say... Ah, I didn't get that batch just perfect. To me, a little bit less than the world's best still tastes like the world's best. It's Ryan, and that's kind of how I feel about all this interest rate hubbub right now. The internet wants to make it feel like the sky is falling. And sure, rates might come up a bit this year, but a small move up from historically the lowest the world has ever seen is still some tasty fried chicken. I worked with a radio listener this week and gave him five different refinance and cash out refinance options. Because rates were still great and because home values have gone sky high, he was able to pull out a significant amount of cash from his home and his mortgage payment and years on the loan didn't change at all. They're going to use the cash to pay off some debt, take a special vacation, and save the rest for peace in their brains. If you're curious what your specific options would be, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Prepare for ministry with generous financial aid at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, where Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and Certificate students are awarded nearly $1.5 million annually in merit scholarships and need-based grants. Start now at pts.edu. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 4131083. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions or visit cashcallmortgage.com. 
Are you being denied a home loan or refi because you're a 1099 employee, self-employed, or a real estate investor? It can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be, thanks to Cash Call Mortgage. At Cash Call Mortgage, we'll take the time to understand you and your income flow. Using 1099 income, rental income, and bank statements, you could qualify for a home mortgage or refi at a lower rate. So if you're being turned down for a home loan or refi because you're self-employed, a 1099 earner, or a real estate investor, instead of hearing denied, you could be hearing approved. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now, 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. No one should read your personal messages. That's why WhatsApp uses end-to-end encryption. It protects whatever you send before, during, and and after you send it. So no one, not even WhatsApp, can read your messages. Always message privately. WhatsApp. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Okay, let's talk about something else. We can talk, okay, talk well, let's just, let's just say that uh, Russia and Ukraine failed to agree to a ceasefire. So that's just happened. Um, all right, so I'm going to uh, go on a tributary here, John, something that I found in the news i thought was interesting i had never heard of the beyonce mass mm-hmm. christy you familiar with the beyonce no. mass john uh no until i read uh, something about it mm-hmm. but apparently it's gigantic right so apparently so it's a i'm on the beyonce mass.com website and this is interesting you know to those of us who follow uh church trends and that sort of thing um this is a womanist worship service it says how black women find their voice, represent the image of God, and create spaces for liberation. Um, so it uses the music and personal life of Beyonce as a tool to foster an empowering conversation about black women, their lives, their bodies, and their voices. It's been going on for a long time. Okay, so I'm looking at the website. I mean, um, I bet it's been done 20, at least 20 times. Uh in uh, 2020, they had Beyonce Masses at Stanford, at Merrimack College, at Baylor McCormick Theological Seminary, um, Southern, Southern Methodist University, Vanderbilt Online, um, Kennedy Center, Spielman, Spelman College, which I've never heard of, and Claremont College. Spelman? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, not familiar so with Spelman. It's a very historical black college. Okay. Um, and there's a team of women who lead it, and et cetera, et cetera. So it is it is Christian in its focus. It seems Christian in its focus, but I can't think of another. Uh, I can't think of another church track that would focus on a particular person as a tool for worship. That seems to be at odds with worshiping God. Okay, so... Because it says here, I'm not trying to pick on these people, and I'm not trying to slam Beyonce in any way. I'm just trying to understand it. Okay, the music and personal life of Beyonce as a tool to foster an empowering conversation about black women. Mm -hmm. That seems like something that that could happen anywhere. My 
initial objection, my knee jerk is that why is it happening in a worship service? Well, I would say I would say it's from what I've read, it's a worship service with the Beyonce frame around it or a thread through it. Yeah, it's using her music. Right. So well, I got pro- Isn't that weird? No, I don't think so. Okay. No, because um you would take elements. I mean, look, I don't know Beyonce's music. I, I, I just don't. You know, it's not my generation. So, but I do know that people love Beyonce, consider her, you know, a very wise person, in some ways a prophet. So you would take, lift lyrics from her songs and use those as elements that point forward within the worship service. I don't have a okay, problem. Okay, but so, okay, but using lyrics is one thing. Okay, so. I'm thinking of okay, so I have been a big U2 fan my whole life. Okay, okay. Well, do you think so, there could be a YouTube? Well, yeah, definitely. No, why not? Because I mean, I understand like maybe incorporating a song, you know, like well, here's like a ref- forty would be the you know most obvious one that you could there's incorporate a in a worship songs. service. But having but using the music and personal life of bono as a tool to foster empowering conversations is weird i'm sorry it's one step too far that's not that that would be a good thing that's a good discussion group or that's a good online you know movement a zoo, whatever but i putting it in worship like, like i said i think it makes that, you uncomfortable. yeah well, again i, like I mean i love bono i'm not interested in using his personal life as a way to you know to intersect Incur- with Jesus? To ha- in, in a worship service? No. Well, wh- why is that different than, you know, poetry at a worship service? Right? I mean... Use, well, okay, so if you used a song, like say you used... Uh, say it was, a, say it was a, a tribute to... Walt Whitman. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, but see, that, that would be, see that's what would mess me up. Because why are we, you know, having a worship service with Walt, Walt Whitman? If there were a bunch of poets who were believers in Jesus, that would be an interesting thing. If there were a bunch of, you know, rap artists or rock stars or well, folk the- singers or whoever who were believers in Jesus, and you could incorporate different songs that we that a congregation would know that might be kind of interesting well i would say this i i, I reserve all judgment until i was part of the worship service. yeah right i'd i'm right? speaking of I, something i haven't attended right it's like going and people like protesting a movie and they haven't seen the movie <laughs> if everyone if anyone's seen the beyond been a part of a beyonce mass how about give us a call at 800-320-8255 awesome just calling all right, us great someone's us already on this? the phone fabulous well, okay i, I, I want to hear about it okay that sounds pretty cool um uh, hi thanks for calling who is this please my name is Erica, and um, hi, Erica. I was so I was hi. I was listening to the show, and when you talked about the Beyonce mask, I immediately looked it up, and I n- never heard of it before. And just for a little background on me, I am African American, and I'm a woman, and I do like some of Beyonce's songs. And I went to the website, and I'm looking at it as you guys are talking about it, and my knee jerk reaction to this is not a good one. Um, just to give you a little bit of purview on what I'm just seeing at first glance is a lot of the things where God should be existing, there's something else in its place. Like there are t-shirts, they're wearing those purple t-shirts on the website that yeah. say, um, won't, well, but before I say that, in the black church, a thing that is said frequently is won't he do it? And mm-hmm. it's a capital H. Like, you know, yes. speaking sure. of God, won't he do the things that he promised that he would do? He right? can do it, yes. You look at these, 
if you look at those shirts, it says, won't she do it? Oh, oh yeah, I see that now. Yeah, anywhere that God should be existing, if you're replacing it with someone or something else, I think that's idolatry. Yeah, idolatry. 100%, um, sure. To me. Yeah, and I, I'm sad because... I love Beyonce. <laughs> well, and here's the thing, Erica. I don't know if she's... Yeah. It's not like she's endorsed this. We don't know. I mean, You would well, think she'd have to endorse have, it. Well, listen, if she had endorsed it, it would be all over this website, don't I don't you know. Think? Well, how can you use those... Uh, that's all, you know, copyrighted material. So in some way, she's got to endorse I, it, right? Erica, you know anything about I, that? I, I imagine so. And, and honestly, I mean, this one of the reasons I stopped listening to many of her songs over the years and recent years is some of her music um you know i i work with girls women and girls um i have for a long time so i always like to use her whip her music it's very empowering for women um and girls but it, it started to me to seem to raise her up to a um a deity a role of a deity if you watch any of her music videos she will frequently present herself in a halo like the virgin mary or things like that, just small things that, small things um, that I found slightly sacrilegious, but I tried to look at it with an open lens, and it got to be too much for my personal taste. Okay, so here, so I'm, I'm looking at the frequently asked questions at the Beyonce Mass. Uh, are you worshiping Beyonce? They say no. Beyonce Mass is a Christian worship service that is open to all. It does not deify Beyonce. The worship service uses Beyonce's life and music as a tool to engender positive, empowering conversations about black women. Okay, Eric, does that, Eric, does that make you change your mind? Even if it's not about Beyonce, I wonder if it's about womanhood as a deity. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's real, that's no better. Okay, so they then then yeah. the next question okay. is they say what is womanism? Beyonce Mass is a womanist worship service. Womanism recognizes and celebrates the lives, beauty, culture, spirituality, and experience of, of Black women, and is committed to the survival, well-being, and wokeness of all people. Okay, Erica, Erica, your feedback. I think it's a tricky, it's a slippery slope because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a slippery slope because I think that, uh, especially with black people, we have such a long history of struggle, yeah, right? Of course. And um, I, I do to some degree em- embrace a lot of what's considered woke culture, but I think that's a p- starting to become a little bit loaded. So yeah. I don't like to use the term woke. <laughs> woke yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, no, it's but it's, it's becoming a loaded word. But the the, the truth is is that any time that we're depending on ourselves as women or we're depending on our strength as a, even as a people, you know, and we're not depending on God, that's, I think, where it gets tricky, which is like one of the reasons why I always feel like the, the, if you look at the Bible and the Israelites, um, black people often turn to um, the Old Testament as like a great example of like, you know, liberation things could be for us, right? Things for, for us and our relationship on God, our, our dependency on God, our, our path to freedom, you know, things, you know, we, 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 we have looked at it like that historically, but lately I've been seeing people where, you know, we're looking to our own inner strength and we're, I, I, there's a, I mean, goodness gracious. I, I mean, these are my personal thoughts, but there's a culture right now of like we're empowering our young people as kings and queens and it's a it's a common term which is good but then there's also another term that people are using that kind of feels closer to like 
being like a personal god. And that part is what it's, it's something that's prevalent in the black culture. And I, I've been seeing it, but I don't know how to address it. And I think that that might be what we're seeing here. Like strong black women, like we can depend on ourselves. Won't she do it? Not God, but she is strong. Like yeah. this woman, this woman is strong. Isn't she strong? Won't she do it? Yes, she can with the help of God, and I think that's what's missing. Right. So, Maybe that's on the back of the shirt, Erica. With the help of God. <laughs> Absolutely. I hope so. Yeah. Hey, Eric, those Erica, are really good thoughts. Uh, thanks so much for calling. Yeah, hey, do Great. us a favor. Hold on for one second. Our producer wants to talk to you for just a minute. All right. Yeah, okay, those are good thoughts. And again, Erica can weigh into that in a way I shouldn't. I can't. It's not, right. It's me. not me. It's not about me. But it's interesting. I mean, so I wonder what the impetus was But at the same time, for any person who believes in Jesus, what Eric is saying, we have to be able to say, no, our worship is of God alone. Right. Okay, so then is it in some ways like the Green Bible? Yes, that's exactly what I thought of. Right. That's just what I thought of when I went on the website. I thought this is like okay, so we're gonna we're gonna tailor the Bible through a to, particular lens, right? To to your thing, right? So that you can feel good about your thing while you read the Bible, and I hate that. So I don't I, I don't think this type of worship service is probably gonna help us a lot to get to the the real connection with the real God. I guess I I'd, I'd like to be part of it. And I would. See I, it, right? I'd like to know more about it. Yeah, they should do one in Pittsburgh. There's certainly a large population here that would you know be interested, right? The ride home with John and Kathy. A production of Salem Media Group.